Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, City of the Persians. I am Mandalay. I'm on. I'm Anthony. I'm Kate. I'm Lanjing. And I'm Lena. Today, we have our second episode over Persepolis, and we will be discussing the unfolding revolution, the ideological differences between fundamentalists and modern people, and how the book's style portrays its story from Margie's point of view. This includes her relationship with God, her thoughts, feelings, and perceptions, and how they are all illustrated. Okay, so, like, what are your guys' thoughts on the revolution since, like, it's now ended and we could see, like, the aftermatch of it? Um, I think since they released a lot of the political uh, prisoners, it's kind of been uh, glorified to be to have been one. And especially for Margie, she, um, she's disappointed in her father. She says, my father is not a hero. And on page 54... Uh, she's she's in a way ashamed of him because uh, she doesn't feel uh, he wasn't in prison. And so she actually lies and tells the other kids like, oh, he was a political prisoner and they tortured him and they did all these things to him. But then she meets her uncle Anoush and she's super proud of him because he was a political prisoner. I feel like even though the revolution like has already happened and it's like pretty much over. I feel like there's still some tension in the air left over um, from all the like violence that happened and stuff. I think that the revolution in some way failed because the new system that was put in place, the people that were fighting against it, well, not all, but some hate it and then some like it. Like the women are divided, like wearing the uh, things around their head or not. And then there's like people with or without the beards and the whole thing is like kind of just like a civil war that hasn't started yet. I kind of agree with you because in the book, you can see like a picture of like how it kind of changed and how like the woman dresses and how they can't like dress how they want it. And if they do dress how they want it, they are being judged and the men have to like shave their beards. And, um, on page 75, like, um, at the top, there's pictures and they say, like, uh, either people dress as fundamentalists or uh, modern. And then people who once, like, women who once showed a bunch of skin are now dressing um, exactly like fundamentalists, all covered up. And Margie's mother, like, comments on it and how she, um, and how people literally just change so quickly. Um, if this happened in our modern society, do you guys think that it would be like really strange? Or if there was like some type of revolution in the United States, do you think this would happen? I think it's hard for like a lot of people to conform so quickly. And um, it's kind of like how even people refuse to wear a mask during this pandemic because they said... Um, that it's just propaganda that it's that it's violating my rights so i don't think in this country the change would be as fast and people would be like so on board 
that's a perfect example because in here it's people telling them that they have to wear certain clothing, but with masks, it's for people's safety, which even like crosses the line even more. And you should definitely wear a mask, but people still aren't doing it because of their uh, thoughts and opinions. Uh, I also want to talk about like the history of America because um, history, a lot of people say that like it thrives itself on freedom you know like freedom of speech freedom to own property stuff like that and also the freedom to choose what you wear and so i believe if you like restrict people and what they wear in america like not a lot of people are gonna like it like as as you guys said like the mask thing it was just like just for safety you know and people got mad over that so like clothing change and stuff i don't think it would like happen in america or like i don't think it would be like a sudden change in america and I think also because um, the people were uh, definitely changing so fast because they knew like if they defy the government that they would probably be killed. And um, even after like the political prisoners are released, uh, both of the ones that they know, like one of them was uh, found murdered in his own bathroom and he was drowned and it was obvious like he didn't kill himself. And then the other one, um, his sister was killed in his place. So I think that's why people so readily conformed because now it's like, um, in America, someone won't wear a mask, but they know, like, the government isn't going to come after them. Yeah, the revolution created that new system, and it's kind of sad to see all these people that were released when the new system came into place just get it going back to where they started and getting killed or going back to jail and being tortured again. Yeah, I agree with you, and it's just, um, I feel like a bit of irony, because in the first place, the reason why the revolution started is because people didn't, like, people wanted freedom, you know, they wanted freedom to wear what they could wear, stuff like that, and now this new government, it's called a Islamic Republic, which it's not really a republic because, you know, people are killed because of their political stance, and women, they have to wear like these bells and cover up because of modesty. And that's why like, um, it was also like a corrupt government because even after, um, at the start of one of the chapters, like the news is saying like how 99.9% .9 of people voted um, to be called the Islamic Republic and uh, they're getting, um, and like everyone's on board. But then her dad is like, uh, Margie's dad is like, uh, that, that, that can't be true. And so the news and the media are kind of creating like a false sense of unity. I also feel like uh, saying that 99.9%, if, if like you know you didn't vote for it, it's almost like you're, you'll are you get treated as the outcast. So you should act like you did vote for it almost. Um, I find that to like, as you said, I wanted to add on, it kind of like, it kind of reminds me of like voter, voter intimidation. You know how like people, they stand outside of like vote of like voting places and they hold like political signs it's kind of similar to that but like in america you have to like stand a certain distance away from like the polling station like in order to not be intimidation and also it was pretty obvious that like um a lot of people did not vote uh for the islamic republic because uh people Margie's friends and then like just families that they knew were leaving for the United States and for um, 
the West because they weren't happy and they feared uh, what staying in Iran would do. Yeah, um, I feel like if like horrible thing happened to your country, you definitely want to leave and try to get out. But like, I'm pretty sure like the news were in this book was like kind of like creating like a fake news to like kind of keep the people in. Yeah, and I believe that like this, it's basically propaganda and like the media telling lies, blah, blah, blah. It's basically that. And so you'd see like I, the people, they know better. Well, at least half and half, at least like half of them know that it's false, but the other half like believes it. And I was just like, I was just thinking like, oh, why do you, why do you guys like think they would believe what the news says? And that's also why. I think, oh, sorry. Oh, go. sorry. Okay. Um, I think it's a little bit of what we talked about last class with like the when you're indifferent to something, like people just want to be comfortable and they don't want to worry about having like a difficult, difficult life. They just want to, you know, just go about their day. They don't want to have any worries. And so, in order to do that, they're just um, listening to what's being fed to them and not really thinking about it. And it's uh, why the people who, like, weren't conforming, um, like her uncle, who, he was a communist, and um, he really doubted, like, the religious leaders um, taking control of the city, and he said, like, oh, they're not going to last, people aren't going to um, follow them, and so he becomes, like, a direct threat to the government, led by, like, this religious, uh, by these religious officials, so him and, like, hundreds of former political prisoners are killed because they know that these are the people who are going to oppose them and who, when they see the news saying 99.99% of people voted for the Islamic Republic, that they don't believe it. Well, as you read on in the book, you could, like, you could see that the book, the government is not really a republic. Uh, what do you guys think, like, what type of government is it? Is it, like, a communism government, or is it, like, authoritarian? I think it's definitely um, more like a communist one. Because, like, uh, although there's definitely, like, leaders in charge who are, um, like, super strict and who don't let the people have freedom, um, they don't the whole thing is like they're trying to um, defeat capitalism and to distribute wealth like evenly and to get rid of like private ownership of land and businesses and so um which is like kind of like the opposite of communism yeah so um i would I don't know. I would say it's like authoritarian because as they're in now, they're not like essentially removing, they're not like telling, oh yeah, you're in like government's land and stuff like that and like distributing the wealth. I would say it's more authoritarian because they're telling like what the people want to do and stuff like that. I agree with you because in the book, you can see like the story of how like people were being controlled. It's kind of like a simulation 
how you have to like control everyone and they can't really make choices for themselves. And this is why like a lot of people had to lie and like say that they were super faithful. Um, Marge's mother tells her like, oh, like if anyone asks what you do during the day, say that you pray. And so she just lies to people and is like, oh, like I pray five times a day. I pray 10 times a day. But a lot of times also um, when she like lies to her friends, like they all kind of have like a thought bubble coming out of their head that says like too much. Because like it's kind of how she lied about her father being a political prisoner and like what happened to him. And so they kind of like see through her lies, but she continues telling them. So what do you think, like, what does, like, the too much mean, like, too much lies, like, too much? I think they know, like, what she's saying isn't true, but, and that she's, like, trying too hard to convince them, because she says, like, um, for her father, for her father, like, they cut off his arm, or his leg, and he didn't confess, so they cut off an arm as well, and, like, they know that's obviously not true, he has both arms and both legs. And so they're kind of just like, um, that doesn't really make sense. I would say she's like a bit glamorizing as well as you like you see it earlier. And I kind of want to relate it to today and how like people kind of they basically like glamorize like the protest and stuff like that. And um, there was that one protest. Well, there were so many for Black Lives Matter um, in May and throughout June and July, especially. And there was a video that went viral on TikTok and it was like a kid and he he was protesting and then he took pictures with like his shirt off and kind of like you can see like the protest in the back um, and there's like fires going up. And a lot of people were mad because they're like, my protests are not your aesthetic like, you're having time for a photo shoot. You obviously do not care about the actual cause because if you did, then you wouldn't care about, like, getting cool pictures. And so it's kind of, like, the same thing because people like to jump on these bandwagons. And, like, these are, like, these world problems are a lot bigger than saying, like, oh, I like this sports team or that one. But, like, the same thing is happening. They kind of just want to be included and take the sign that has, like, been deemed, like, socially acceptable. I like your bandwagon analogy because it's kind of like they have to conform or they'll like end up dead or executed or tortured. And even after a little protest that they had with the new government, the soldiers came in and started attacking them. And like, it was like a full, but not even soldiers, like the people that were pro government, it was like a clash between the two, like uh, classes almost. Um, One thing that surprised me. Oh, sorry. You can go. Oh, no, it's okay. You could go. Okay. Um, one thing that surprised me was um, there was one point that um, she started going to, like, the demonstrations that her parents were going to, and then she stopped because of the violence that was happening. Do you think her parents were making a bad decision in, like, beginning, like in the beginning, while the protests were happening in the beginning? Do you think it was a bad decision to let her come? I don't think so, um, because I think even though she has trouble kind of understanding what's really happening, she's still really young. Um, I think they want her to be aware, and 
to be proud of her country, but there's like a difference. I think she's very blindly devoted to Iran, which is, um, and this kind of includes like the government, whereas like her father isn't as much. So she actually like feels a lot of uh, anger towards him when he's not like as like devoted. Uh, she doesn't understand also like the loss of life because like she kept on not understanding like uh, when they got bombed and then she wanted the Iranian bombers to attack um, Baghdad and she doesn't understand like it doesn't just happen like people are going to lose their lives and there's like a lot of planning that comes into it so her father gets that but she doesn't. Uh, I also want to bring up, like, the point you made earlier about, like, how complex, like, these situations are. Um, you know, the, the comic book isn't, like, black and white. Yet, like, the, the situation, like, the story plot that is happening is, like, really complex. And I just thought it was interesting that the comic, it is in black and white. I think it's kind of like, everyone always thinks, like, of black and white as, like, opposites. Um, it's like black is like the absence, there's like no colors, and then white is just all of them combined. And um, the illustrations are like pretty simple, but like they show like so much complex things happening. And like, they also kind of show her coming of age and how she perceives things. Yeah, I agree with you. Not only that. Uh, like earlier when her like uncle died or like went to prison she started getting mad at god and basically after that we didn't really get to see god anymore and you can see her starting to lose faith in her religion or more or less she kind of just was like you know you know god if you like really like liked me or like cared about me my uncle wouldn't have died sort of like that I think it's um that's like a big turning point for her and like you said her uh religious she said earlier how she's super deeply religious and um she asked God like God don't let him be dead because her mom lies to her and is like oh your um your uncle went back to Moscow to speak with his wife Margie knows obviously isn't true and that they lost contact and um on the next page when it says like the newspaper says like Russian spy executed and it's a picture of her uncle. She's crushed and she definitely blames God because like she asked him to protect her uncle and he didn't do so. So she like screams like get out. And um, I think like there's this is like where like her strong disconnect with religion is because this is the first time she's lost someone who's like actual actually like, personal to her. Um, I feel like she's really frustrated at this uh, period of time because like one of her uh, family member actually died and like like also like what you said like a personal family so it has like a connection and when he died i think marge kind of like she got frustrated because like just like if god like if god uh really likes me then why would he do all this stuff like why would he let the uncle die. Uh, 
Owen, I really like the point that you brought up about like the class issue and you can see like the different classes, especially like when they were recruiting like young boys to fight in the war. They didn't really pick on the kids who were like rich. They more or less picked on the poor. It, it just basically gave them a false sense of hope that they were going to get a better life if they fought in the war. And um, they know her maid um, who had a son and he was given the same key. And, like, they say, like, this is the key to heaven. And so when you die, um, and they, like, portray heaven as this amazing place. They say, like, oh, it's it's beautiful. It's, like, Disneyland. Like, so they, um, Margie's mom tries to, like, talk her son out of, uh, like, going and saying, like, oh, like, this is not a good deal. But, like, they don't understand. I think that they're just so young, and they kind of just, like, readily um, eat up all the lies the governments are saying, like, Oh, if you if you fight for us and you die, then you're gonna be promised a ticket to heaven. But uh, these like kids weren't; they just ended up dying on the front. And uh, also, she um, talks to her cousin, who's like from a more wealthy family, and he has like no idea. He's like, "What are you talking about? Like, I was never given a key." And it's because um, the government picked like a lot of these uh, poor young men to uh, join the war and to fight on the front because uh, they knew like they didn't have like the means like the money to um and the education to like grow up and have like like more jobs i guess uh better jobs so they kind of just like use these young boys um also what you were saying about the keys i think that's definitely a a use of propaganda on the government's part like they were definitely trying to manipulate the um the boys that they um, were trying to recruit to fight in the war yeah definitely so adding on to like the point of sem i could see this like today even right now in america and especially like so, you know, like the military recruiters, especially in high school, they start recruiting people and these the military, they tend to go to like lower income high schools and they basically recruit them more they come more often. And so and if you go to like, I guess you could say like a school in like the suburbs, they don't really come that often. And you can see this today that the military still targets the poor. And a lot of the a lot of the like the people in the military they're like oh what would you say to your recruiter and they were also like you know what i hate you why did you do this why did you lie stuff like that i think they definitely like glorify it and oh there is like a certain sense of like patriotism involved to like serve one's country but i think like they definitely glorify war and they kind of lie to them and say like how great it is and then like when these um young soldiers actually get there and they're uh, facing like so many of these horrors and they realize like this is definitely not um as great as like the recruiter said it would be and like i think margie has like a really time just like distinguishing that because like she's always like saying to her father like like why aren't you fighting like why aren't you going to um join the military teach the iraqis a lesson like why and then he's like no of course i'm not gonna fight but, like, she doesn't understand that because she's, like, so devoted to her country. Like, she's so mad. She's ready to defend her country. Um, and she wants to fight.
Yeah, I agree with you, but I believe, like, as, like, later on in the book, well, as of right now, like, she started, like, seeing what's wrong with the government after, like, these, like, ladies, they went up to her and they picked on her, or, like, the department of the government, like, they were like, oh, like, what are you wearing? You shouldn't wear that, stuff like that. So I think she's starting to see, like, how bad her government is. Also, I think, um, just in general, like, the war is bringing out, like, a lot of bad things in people, because, like, um, one of her mother's friends, like, came to stay with them, because, like, um, they had, like, faced an attack, and so, like, they were refugees, like, in Tehran, and, like, the, some of the locals, when they were at a grocery store, they were saying, like, oh, like, we don't like them here, they're using up all our resources, like, we have to compete with them, and, um, like, Margie realizes, like, oh, like, not everyone, like, how awful it is, because, uh, like, they're being spat upon by their own kind, and not even, like, the government, you know, so they're kind of, like, humiliated. Um, that's a really good point, and I also think that, especially when there's a lot of violence going on in like in your in the in the places around you there tends to be like a lot higher tension and a lot more violence that can just seem to like appear in your community and i think that we saw this especially with like the protests and everything that happened like it happened a few months after everyone had started quarantining and everyone was still worried about corona and like there were people dying and the tension was already super high and then the protests were just like a cherry on top and everything started going crazy so and also i just think like um like big world issues like change people because like you see even in the um like here people were like stocking up on food and like they were saying how like oh like the grocery stores all the aisles are empty like even her mother who was like getting mad at like other people and we're saying like oh if you only take what you need we'll have enough for everyone even then she's like oh let's go to another grocery store and see if they have more um i think it was rice or water or something and so that kind of happens now because um especially as there's like talk of a second wave of covid um i just went to costco and there's like a bunch of like toilet paper and um, paper towels and like all those essentials like they're being sold out because people are freaking out again and they're stocking up even though like they know I think that it's okay I just think like there's this panic and everyone just kind of like feeds into it uh I really like the point that you brought up I believe like this also brings to like ignorance as well because uh people are like oh my god they're like stealing all of our resources stuff like that makes people blame other races and you can especially see that today in America, like in, I see like, like a lot of like the Hispanic countries, like a lot of people from there, like they come in because like, it's like dangerous in their country and whatnot. And you see a lot of people are like discriminating against them, saying like, oh my God, you're stealing all of our research and stuff like that. And people only act like that when they're like in a panic or like they're scared. I think it's definitely also why people, like, they'd rather be indifferent than help these people 
because then they don't have to um, deal with it. And, like, ultimately, like, it's human nature to look out for, like, yourself and, like, your own family. So people are are not going to care about others even when they know, like, something bad is happening. Just like what uh, the homework we did a few days ago about, like, like the reading, like how it's like really dangerous when you ignore something. Like you know, it's like really bad. Have something really bad is happening, but like you try to ignore the problem. You know, you can help, but like you're just ignoring the problem and just pretend you don't know it's happening because it's not happening to you, and you don't have to worry about it. But it's really dangerous for like the victim. And that's kind of why, like, you see a lot of times, like, these revolutions and these wars or, like, these, um, like, like atrocities in history, like, just repeating and, re- like, um, recurring in um, different parts of the world because, like, the same, like, theories are, like, letting them happen. Uh, so it sounds like we have finished discussing. Today we talked about the um, revolution, the ideological differences between fundamentalists and modern people, and how the book style portrays its stories from Marjorie's point of view. Uh, Thank you for listening.